Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Is it here? Is it live? It is. Oh, it's about damn time, Anchor. Jeez. Well, I, I think some of the listeners are saying it's about damn time. BJ stepped back in the studio. Yeah, I, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back for uh, a brief time. Uh, I've been working on some things, trying to get something in order. Um, just trying to make 2019 the best. No excuses for two, 2019. It is what it is. It is what I make it. It is what we make it. So, with that being said... Another passion, podcast and sideline junkies. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, KG. Yes, indeed we do. Well, since you've been the uh, the chairman for the last month, why don't you go ahead and give us the rundown of our topics and go from there. Well, of course, we're going to start off with the hot button issue. And that's Anthony Davis. The brow asked for a trade publicly. That's number one. Then from there, we're going to go with the potential landing spots. What the Wizards can do to land them. And do the Wizards even... I mean, who else could the Wizards try and get to help them get out of this slump that they're in? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Boy, I can't wait to get to that. And then also, you know, we got the state of the NBA and this all-star this all-star uh, votes and things that really don't make much sense, but we'll get into the all-star weekend and the snubs also. And then last but not least, we'll talk about one Mr. Zion Williamson, just a man child that he is. And is he for real, for real? Just a flash in the pan. I think everybody knows the answer to that one. And we'll, we'll, we'll leave it to, to then. We'll leave it to then. I think everybody knows what's going on. If you're, you know, if you're a basketball fan, you know, and you're, you have a biased opinion, you know, that's fine. But if you're fair, you understand what's going on. But I'm excited to start talking because I've been away for, has it been a month? Close to it. Yes, it is. The matter of fact, it has been. Week 17. Week 17, yep. Um, and somewhere in there, I want to sprinkle my um, take on it, – it'll be brief. Um, AFC, NFC, conference championship games, and the upcoming Super Bowl. So, without further ado, let's dive into the brow. Um, making trade demands via Instagram. Um I forgot his agent's name, but his agent made it. Uh, Rich Paul. Know, Rich Paul. Agent made it very clear that Anthony Davis was not interested in signing an extension with the Pelicans and would like to be traded. So, uh, this NBA isn't the NBA of yesteryear, KG. This this NBA is a social media friendly NBA, and I think I. Did the league release it or the Pelicans released it? It was kind of a jab at LeBron where they didn't want any tampering with uh, this whole situation. Mm -hmm. I believe that was the Pelicans. I'm not sure, but I believe it was the Pelicans. I think it was the Pelicans. And it was a direct shot at, you know, LeBron and, 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 and that whole situation. My thing is... You're a fool and a half if you think that LeBron doesn't have AD's number. Well, they got the same agent. That too, but I'm just it. it you're a fool. My thing is here. This this is my thing. Does it hurt to lose Anthony Davis? Absolutely. He's a monster. This man could go for 50, 30 rebounds, fifteen blocks. I mean, he could do it all. If you if you had if you play FanDuel or DraftKings at all, you know what Anthony Davis could put up stat wise. 
But as far as record-wise, as far as what the Pelicans have been able to do in the playoffs in the West, I mean, even this year, when you say who's coming out of the West, I don't think the Pelicans are the first four teams you're naming. You know, not, I mean, not at all. You know, it's it's just is what it is. Um, will it hurt? Yes, but here's the thing: you do have Anthony Davis. You are kind of on the short side because teams going to know that you they he doesn't want to be there. But at the same time, you have Anthony Davis. You know, they they don't grow on trees. But, I mean, it's pieces out there you could get for him. This is – do you think, KG, you think this is a team-to-team trade or does this have to be a blockbuster three-team deal? This can actually be a team-to-team trade because looking at the numbers uh, – the Browns only do 25 and some change this season. You mean, 20, you mean uh-huh. not, not no Supermax like John Wall? No, sir. Oh, and, man. Uh, I believe he doesn't, he doesn't have a, a trade kicker either. Let me see. No, he doesn't have a trade kicker. And he, he has a player option in 2021, at the end of 2021. He had, well, for the season 2021, he has a player option. So, Wherever he goes, he's theirs for the rest of this season, next season, and I believe that option still comes up for the following season. So, but he said he wants to go to a winner. Can you blame him? No, you cannot. I mean, I'm not saying that the Pelicans are a bad team. Why? why? The Pelicans right now they are number twelve in the West, twenty three and twenty eight, thirteen and a half games out of first place. Okay, you're sitting behind the Warriors, Nuggets, Thunder, Blazers, Rockets, Spurs, Jazz, Clippers, the Lakers, the Kings, and the T Wolves. Those are the eleven teams in front of you. You're saying that they're behind all those teams? They're behind all of them. Wow, I thought they were at least like seventh to eighth. No. Now, how much ground did you got to make up? And it's All Star break already, almost. We got a couple weeks for All Star break, and you're 13 and a half games back. You got a lot of ground to try to make up. Okay, you do, and and that's I think that's if if we were talking about the Eastern Conference, I think uh, that's that would be manageable. Yeah, because what 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 is 23 and 28 get you? 23 and 28 pretty much gets you the eighth and ninth spot in the East because. The Pistons are twenty one and twenty eight, and the Hornets are twenty four and twenty five. Okay, and they're in the eighth and ninth spot respectively. Okay, yeah, it was the Pelicans that released a statement that asked the NBA to strictly enforce the tampering rules associated with this transaction. So that was a direct jab at LeBron James tweeting, "Man, we were, you know, the brow. We would love the brow in L.A. Blah blah blah, you know, but." Like I said, it's it's kind of pointless because I've always been, if somebody doesn't want to play for you, get them the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. All right, you don't want to play for us, you know. But my thing is the Pelicans have to look at themselves and be like, damn, we're in 12th place. When, when have we been a contender? When is the last time people took us seriously? We have one of the best players in the league, a building block. And we can't do anything. So, oh my goodness, this. When is the trade deadline? Uh, February. Hold on, twentieth. Is it that late this year? Hold on. Uh, Let me get it right, so I don't, I don't mess up there. NBA uh, trade. I'm sorry, February seventh. February seventh. It's oh, wow! It's early. Yeah, usually it's like in the middle of the month, so that's only basically a week and a day away. That's next Thursday. Oh wow! Well, back on a little technical difficulty. That's not going to stop us at all. But not we, at all. We were talking about how the the trade deadline is February seventh. You know what would be interesting to look at if 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 we can pull it off. 
to see the last like five years when the trade deadline has been. Um, I, I kind of do. I think they should make the trade deadline later in the year for the NBA and do away with it altogether in the NFL. Well, in the NFL, you know, it don't many many trades don't happen at the deadline. Nah, they don't. But this but, year was one of them rare years that it actually happened. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, you had some had some moving and shaking. So, but AD, let's get back on the AD train. We all know. I'll let you say. I'm not going to say we all know. What's your top destination for AD? For me, hey, for uh, as far as um USA Today is concerned, it's Chicago. Well, that's not the top destination, but that's one of the top five. But I mean, being realistic. Hey, the Lakers, and it's Lakers. it's it's manageable. It is manageable. But see, here here's the thing with the Lakers that people don't understand: they have the the assets. They can basically send you a, a young team. Just you know, they can send you a a a, a, a point guard, a forward, and a, th- a three and a four, and. Those boys can ball. I'm not going to name no names because the names, you know, have been kind of like, you know, thrown around. Could be Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, KCP. Could be a mix of people. But you best believe for Anthony Davis, the farm is being sold. Agreed. So it's uh, it's definitely going to be some players, some picks. I really think to make it work, a third team has to be involved. And I wouldn't be surprised if the pathetic Washington Wizards would be involved in that kicking Ariza out to LA. Think about that. The the Pelicans get the assets from LA. The Wizards get rid of Ariza because that's not working. So now you have AD the brow, you have Braun, and you have Ariza, which is not the same Ariza from when the Wizards first had him. And we're going to that when we get to the Wizards. But he's still uh, he's still a, a decent option. Yes, he is. So, um, what's the other, what, what other landing spots, realistic landing spots do we have for AD? Uh, of course, Lakers are number one. Boston Celtics are number two. The New York Knicks are number three. Chicago Bulls are number four. Los Angeles Clippers are number five. And number six is the Golden State Warriors. I don't know how the Golden State Warriors will work at all. They don't um, have the money. They don't have the money or the space. I mean, who are they going to trade? Exactly. Because in order for them to trade somebody, they're going to have to give up a key piece. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's. I mean, would I mean with AD being available, would you would you think about Draymond and Clay? Well, then you would have the Brow, KD, and Steph. Well, from what I heard along the rumor mill, was that uh, the Lakers are hoping to get Clay, and they would try to, if Magic would try to do a three team deal, wind up getting AD and Clay for a couple young stars and a couple of them draft picks that they got. Hmm. So I've I've heard quite a few rumblings. Well, I think it's so funny that Boston's one of the the the, the top landing spots because a couple of weeks ago Kyrie came out and basically told LeBron basically apologized to him. And said yes. you were right, and it's you know because now he see what LeBron goes through because he's the man in Boston, everything's on his shoulders, and he uh, and and sometimes it takes a big ass man. Let me tell you something: it takes a big man to to go that route and publicly apologize because the way when when Kyrie left ball um, Cleveland, he was basically like f LeBron. I don't owe him nothing. But now you get your own ship and you see that 
it's not so it's not so easy when you don't have the right crew members. Mm-hmm. So now they're talking about a possible Kyrie LeBron reunion. So I it's a that. it's a lot going on here. Of course, the Knicks are always in play for something because they're the Knicks. People, for whatever reason, want to play for the New York Knicks. Um, but that's just it. Why are the Knicks even on this list? If he wants to go to a contender, a winner, why are the Knicks even on this list? Because the Knicks, the Knicks are the it's the mecca of basketball, the Garden. Um, it's it's just the the nostalgia of the Knicks. It's know? ten and thirty nine. That's what it is. It, it is, but you you figure you do. I mean, Philadelphia set the precedent. Go in there. You don't have to play for the rest of the season. They tank. Let's say they end up with Williamson. Williamson, ADKD signs. Mm. Now that's Miles. Kyrie signs. Now you got Kyrie, Durant, Zion, the Brow, and the Unicorn. One of them is one of them has to go. Well, you know Zion's not going to start. No, but one of them has to go for money purposes. Because you're not you're not going to be even though KD really not hard up for money. But he's he's already said that he, he's he's not tripping off the money. Hmm. He's not tripping off the money. You can I think nowadays today's NBA, if you line up the right pieces, guys are going to take less. Yeah, because I mean, looking at the Knicks roster, jeez, you got Porzingis, uh, Porzingis. And Tim Hardaway Jr. and Trey Burke. Hmm. Now, how did, didn't the Wizards have Trey Burke? Um, I believe they did. How the hell did they let him go? They had a backlog at, at point guard. You know, I mean, when, when you have John Wall on the team, and, and you know, you're not really going to get too much, you know, out of that point guard position as far as backups. And when you have Three, three of them or four of them, you're definitely not going to get anything. So that's just mismanagement on the Wizards' part. Um, but I don't, uh, I, I don't understand that. <laughs> not for us to understand. It's be the Wizards' front office is beyond us, kid. <laughs> that is that is above our pay grade, man. But this is. I know that the I think the Pelicans are are going to be stupid if they don't pull this trigger and get him out of there versus cuz if you find the right suitor, someone that he's willing to sign with, you know, you get another team involved, you can get your pieces back, you can get maybe you maybe you start tanking for Zion or Barrett or one of them boys, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's I hate to say tanking, but that's what that's what the NBA is doing. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was built on. Like a lot of, I'm not gonna say built on, but in the last couple of years, a lot of teams that are tops, the 76 for one, they tanked for three years. Mm-hmm. They tanked for three years to get where they were. Yeah, sure did. Now, they shut down Joel and Joel and B early, and you know wouldn't let him play. Uh, who else didn't play? I think they, they drafted Markel Fultz, and they seem like that's a, a bad deal. They bought to trade him and get something else for him and build put another piece. They wound up trading and getting Jimmy Butler, and they have you know they got all these picks, and they start getting better players. So it man, if it works, but I, I me personally, I don't like it. I would rather see a team build through the draft and free agency and things like that, but. Yeah, but you know those those top five picks are the home run picks. You know that's especially the top three. If you get a top three pick, those guys are instant starters can contribute now, and that's what a lot of teams are looking for. So, I want to go to our next point on our um, format, and it's okay. what the Wizards would have to do to land Anthony Davis, the Brow. Nothing, absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's what they would have to do. They would end his career if he came here. 
Let me let me tell you something about the Washington Wizards, the poorly managed Washington Wizards. Okay, they shut John Wall down for a season. You have a semi score, and when I say semi score, I'm talking about Bradley Bill. I'm talking about somebody that can score 30, 38. But my thing is this. With John Wall off the floor and Bill's talent, am I asking too much for hard and light numbers? No. No, you're you're right on par. Because I, I'm I'm seeing 31 in a in a double OT loss or 35. I'm like, Brad, the, the team's yours now. Yeah, you got the green light. You got the green light. You should be taking way more. You should be putting away more points than 33. I I, I sound like I'm picky. I sound like I'm nitpicking because I am. This is mediocre basketball. This is a team and a front office praying that they can get to the eighth spot in the playoffs so they can sell a couple more tickets and make a couple more dollars. That's all this is. This is a dog and pony show. This is what this is. This is not real NBA basketball. This is not contender basketball, and until it is, I don't care for it. Uh, last week, everybody was, oh, they beat the Bucks. Giannis wasn't on the floor. I don't care they beat the Bucks. Beat people when they had full strength. Exactly. I don't care. They beat the Warriors without KD. They beat the, the Bucks without they beat the, the Raptors without uh, – um, what's the boy name? Ka- Kawhi Leonard. I don't care. This team is very annoying. And what really pissed me off is when they traded Kelly Oubre. They traded Kelly Oubre for a Trevor Reese they had, what, four or five seasons ago? Mm-hmm. Not the same player. Not at all. He is not the same player. That is not the same team. So, therefore, you're not getting the same results. You don't have the same team assembled. You had something in Kelly Oubre that you threw away too quick. Now, the Wizards, I don't know why. Ernie Grunfeld still has a job. But something, I don't know if it's anything that can pull me back to the Wizards, this trade deadline. Because the only asset they have is Bradley Bill. Mm. When you say asset, you mean tradable asset, sir? Tradable asset. No, sir. Because teams are still inquiring about Otto Porter as well as Bradley Bill. Uh, you can dump off. I, I, I would actually dump off Dwight Howard. Cause who, know, who knows if he's going to play again this season. So, um, Sadoransky is tradable. Even though you don't want to, but he's tradable. Uh, Thomas Bryant is tradable. Everybody on this team should be expendable. It shouldn't be one person that's locked in right now because this team is pretty damn bad. What are they? They're, they're sitting at number 10 at 21 and 29. That's, well, me, and they, and they, didn't they lose tonight? I don't know. Let, let me rephrase what I'm saying. I think Pepto-Bismol is an asset. <laughs> That's what I think of Otto Porter. <laughs> and he's a hometown boy, Georgetown. I don't know what happened to Otto Porter. I don't know if the monster from Space Jam came last playoff series. Because this is when it happened. Last year in the playoffs, something happened to Otto Porter. I don't know if he doesn't get along with Scott Brooks, Bradley Bill, John Watt. I don't know who it is. Something happened. He needs to go. I don't know what it is, and I'm not wishing bad things on him, but right now he's a bum. I'm hoping that somebody can pick him up and he can get his mojo back because he's a he's a good wing player. Mm-hmm. That's I don't understand what's going on with Otto Porter. But when I say tradable asset, I mean something you can actually get something back for return and not a, a bag of peanuts because right now Otto Porter is a bag of peanuts. Markeith Morris is a half a bag of peanuts. <laughs> okay? Sadoransky, good good asset. Bill is your best. People have been inquiring about Bill all season. Lakers want him. 
Yes. Get it twisted. The Lakers, if the Lakers can get Bradley Bill out of Washington, because he would fit perfect. He's a beta. God, I hate to say that on the air. He's a beta. He's not an alpha. And he would fit perfect with LeBron James. And if they get Anthony Davis, because he needs all, if you give him secondary shots, he's fine. He's, he's, he's been given the alpha role now and he doesn't know what to do with it. He's a beta. Guess what? This sounds like a broken record because we had this same conversation. I think maybe a year ago, well, it's, a little bit over a year ago, but we had the same conversation or a year ago around this. It was around this time. It was after all-star break and everything about who to trade. We had the same thing over the summer trading auto Porter to the Pelicans say, so you may not get AD, but you package auto Porter and somebody else and draft picks. You get drew holiday. <laughs> you get this, you get that. Matt, we laid all of this out. How to get rid of auto Porter? how to get rid of John Wall. You said auto pointed to the Pelicans now. They're going to send you a real Pelican. <laughs> that's, what you're gonna, that's what you're going to get for auto Porter right now. A real, he's going to come in a box with holes in it so he can breathe. And you're going to open it up. You're going to see the beak. And the, I, can, I can see everybody at Capital One Arena at the press conference running for their lives. Wait, if, didn't you say the same thing we talked about this over the summer? I might have. <laughs> I may have. You're going to get a real-life Pelican for Auto Porter, okay? Markeith Morris, they might send you a signed autographed jersey. That's what you're going to get for these bums, okay? And like I said, I'm passionate about my Wizards. That's my hometown team. I'm to the point in my sports life, my sports fandom where I'm tired of seeing mediocrity. I'm tired of teams being built to just make the playoffs, to just sell tickets for bobblehead night, for mm-hmm. wear white night. I want to see it where we are contending to beat Boston's ass to Toronto's ass. We're number three. We're game back. And the only reason why we're game back, because we had a little some injuries. We got everybody together now. I want the warrior swag. That's what I want. We're stepping on the court. We're going to shoot 53s a game. We might miss 20 in a row, but when we get hot, we're going to start dancing on you. And the game's over. You know the game's over. And, and it's, that's, that's all she wrote. This team does not have it. This team is nowhere near having that. And like I said, when your top player is only – Matter of fact, I gotta go. I gotta go back. I gotta go back because I don't want to. I don't want to tag Bradley with average scoring, which I feel is average scoring, and maybe he's doing more. I, I don't know. You know, I, they lost to Cleveland tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Bill, thirty-one points, ten to twenty shooting. Okay, let's go back to the Spurs. Okay, they lost to the Spurs. Uh, Bradley Bill, 21 points, 8 for 20 shooting. Okay. They beat the Magic. Ooh, ooh. 27 points, 10 of 17 shooting. Okay. Uh, they lost to Golden State. Um, Bradley Bill, 22 points. All right. Okay. I, I just I just want to go back because maybe he had a 40-pointer in here and I, I missed it. Go back to to the Detroit game on the 21st. They won 101-87. Bradley Bill has 16 points. New York Knicks, the 17th. 101-100 win. Bradley Bill, 26 points. Do y'all get what I'm saying? Do y'all see the pattern? If this was Harden, if this was AD, if this was LeBron, I say it on this show all the time, ladies and gentlemen, there are tiers of stars. LeBron, KD, and you know I don't care for KD, but he's a monster on the court. KD, AD, the brow, Kyrie, Luka's starting to be like that. Yeah. They're on another level. 
you can't tell. I'm giving you the keys to the Ferrari, and you're doing 50 on an Autobahn. That's what Bradley Bill is doing right now. The speed limit is 125, and he's cruising at 57 with the top down, his shades on. He probably got some pink loafers on. This is what this is what's happening. This isn't basketball. He should be dominating. That's why I said the Lakers would be a perfect fit for Bill. Well, he can play Robin the Batman. The the Raptors would be a perfect fit for him. The Nuggets, somewhere where he can hide. Uh, I hate to say that. Somewhere where he can hide behind a main person. Well, who's who, who's the main person he's hiding behind in Denver? <clears throat> Who is Denver? Jokic? Well, I mean, I don't know. But that He's just a monster all the way around the board. I don't know. But that's who their, their top play. Uh, I'm sorry. That's who their largest guaranteed contract went to, $146 million, So he better be the man. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. I, I think he's not if – you, if you go there – He's not being asked to, like right now, being asked to kind of, hey, can you, hey, you think you can help us out? No, you know what would be better for him? What's that? Utah. Utah? Utah would be yeah, I mean, better cause, for him. Yeah, because they got a dog in Spider Mitchell. Mm-hmm. But not only that, they play such great team defense, team offense. They play as a team. It's not one man doing it all. See what I'm saying? And he can hide in the shadows, but still, you know, put his numbers up. Him and Kyle Culver as shooters, hey, I think that that would work. The Wizards trade him out there and get uh you get a couple expiring contracts. Get Udo, Tabo Cephalosha, uh, Isaiah Cousins. That's one that's the only cousins that's you gonna get to come here. Um and maybe Ricky Rubio since he's on the last year of his deal. Because John Wall has to be on his way out. You gotta have somebody to push John Wall. That's that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be a tough like like everybody knows he's super max next year. You kinda gotta put pieces in there and then hope they fit with John. You know what I'm saying? If he was available now, and I really think that for whatever reason that these Asians are telling these players to fake injuries so they can't be traded. <laughs> I really believe that. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the case with John right now, but I think I don't know what's going on with John. It, it was kind of funny that he shut his season down when he did to have surgery. I'm like, it's pretty early. Did you know in the off season that you needed this type of surgery? Or this this is just a injury that came up. Good question. Very good question. We'll never know. No, because it'll never come out. It'll come out 25 years from now. Well, and then it'll be a footnote, a cliff note. Well, I don't think the Wizards, this whole segment was going into what the Wizards would have to do to get Anthony Davis. Absolutely nothing. Mm. What they would have to do to make themselves a contender, they can't do anything. See, I, I got a different take on that. Fire away, brother. Find 100 ways. There it is. I said I was going to get a James Ingram reference in here tonight, and there it is. Find 100 ways to get on AD. You can do it. It's possible. It's possible open the song. It's possible now. You this team before it implodes itself. And you know Ernie always makes one move come trade deadline that saves his job and possibly saves the season. I just can't see us. They don't have enough. Like, when you put the teams together that could trade for Anthony Davis, the Wizards just don't have enough. They don't have they don't have the attractive pieces. Their attractive pieces hurt. He's done yeah. for the season. That's John Wall. But 
you can't you wouldn't really trade John Wall to the Pelicans. They got Drew Holiday. They don't need John Wall. Exactly. So exactly. your your attractive piece right now is Otto Porter, Bradley Beal, but that contract is very ugly. Those two contracts, they're due this season alone, twenty five and twenty six million. But here's the thing. Would you rather have the ugly Otto Porter contract or the ugly John Wall contract? Oh, me being the genius that I am, give me the ugly Otto Porter contract because he has a player option 2021. So if he decides he doesn't want to stay, he can leave. Bye. Exactly. Exactly. John Wall's player option is not until 22-23. Well, let's go. I mean, as far as the NBA as a whole, who's your favorite? To, for the title, well, until Christmas Day, it was the Lakers. I mean, but with LeBron being out, they say he'd be back Thursday. I don't know. I'm I'm coming out of the East. Uh, well, coming out of the West, it's going to come down to the Rockets, the Lakers, and the Warriors. And I think the Rockets may have if James Harden doesn't burn himself out. And they keep doing what they're doing. I think they they may have it, but don't sleep on the thunder. Is Chris Paul is still in the NBA? Yes, sir. Who does he play for? Doesn't Chris Paul still he still plays in uh, Houston? Does he? Yeah. The point guard, Chris Paul, <laughs> not the comedian. He not plays... the comedian. Yeah, <laughs> he plays in Houston. Ah, uh, okay. I'm having a hard time picturing. Him for some reason, you, you know, oh. Chris Paul's a very young man. He he got at least another five years left in him. Five, five years? Yeah, he only yeah. thirty three. He'll is be thirty four this, this year. Is this giraffe years? <laughs> thirty eight, and he's a point guard. Come on now, Jason Kidd played till he was forty, correct? But I mean, that's Jason Kidd. But yeah, I... well, but. Looking at the East, you know, the East is supposed to be wide open this year. You're supposed to have – now, your top three teams are supposed to be the Raptors, the Celtics, and the Wizards. Those are supposed to be your top three teams. But the Bucks, the Raptors, and the Pacers are your top three. Celtics dropped down to four, but they're 31-19. and 19. They're not looking bad. And in the Pacers, they lost Victor Oladipo to a torn quad. Uh, what was that, over the weekend? So that really kind of sort of messes them up and – you know what Oladipo did to Cleveland in the playoffs last year? He went off. He handled yeah. his business. Is that is that season ending for him? Yes, sir. Requires immediate surgery. Terrible, like, man. Because he was dumb. he was really tearing and making taking his game to a, a whole nother level. Yes, sir. And and it's funny you say that. I believe Oladipo and Bill were the same draft, weren't they? Uh, let me be. Check that for me. And then you know, because... don't forget, uh, <laughs> don't forget Milwaukee. Don't sleep on Milwaukee, please don't. No, no, definitely not sleeping on the Bucks. Um, I think, I think, I think it's gonna be an interesting East Finals. Let's just say that. I think you'll have an interesting East Finals coming up. You know, Bucks. Raptors, Celtics, um, you got some teams in there that can, you know, really, really make some noise. You know, I love the way Giannis is playing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as long as nobody gets dealt a a major injury or blow, you know, it's it's wide open for the East. And Victor Um, Oladipo was 2013. 2013. When was Bill? 2012. He was a year before. Okay. Okay. Cause I remember saying like, when when Oladipo was in uh, what was it Orlando? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'd rather have him than Bill. I don't know what it is about Bill. He's the only quote unquote sharpshooter that when he shoots a three, like when Curry shoots a three, when Harden shoots a three, I'm like, that's good. Bill, I I just don't have that feeling when he shoots. I have to see it go in. And the referee put his hands up and be like, okay, he made that shot. 
he's the only player I feel like that. Like, I don't know what it is about the dude, but it's not working here in Washington. I wish he well somewhere else. Nope. But, you know, the thing is, with Bradley Beal and Victor Oladipo, you looked at Oladipo now, I noticed that when you got guys from the area and whether they went to high school or college here, the Wizards have a chance to pick those guys and never do it. They did it with Steve Blake, Juan Dixon. They wound up getting those guys. <clears throat> but they 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 never get those breakout players from the area that they should be picking up. That they sh- that, you know, you've had four to six years to watch these guys. How are you Absolutely. not how are you not jumping on this train? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I, they they did it with Lonnie Baxter. Lonnie Baxter came in 04. So you had the big three of the 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 Merlin championship game, well championship team to actually play with the Wizards. Hey brother, you can have all the ingredients for Jambalaya. If you don't know how to cook, it's not gonna work. It's gonna take it's gonna taste like boiling water. Hmm. And that's and that's what the Wizards' problem is now. They don't know how to cook. You put the ingredients together. Somebody, I'm not gonna keep saying his name because it doesn't deserve to get said on the air. But he doesn't know how to cook. You could buy all the you could stock your fridge, everything you need to cook. If you can't, if you don't know how to put it together, this is what's gonna happen. The wizards are uncooked food just laying on the counter the instructions are on one side the ingredients on one side nobody knows how to put it together that's a bad thing and to to think that i'm dealing with the same thing now everybody knows i'm a bulls fan i'm dealing with the same thing they gave zach levine 78 million dollars 78 million dollars and you know what what i've gotten for that 78 million dollars a number thirteen spot in the East, eleven and forty. That's what I've gotten. But a thir- but is for that seventy eight million. Is, is that his fault? No. You know who's it's partially his fault. Partially. Because I mean he, what the Bulls had to offer around him. You got my man uh Rolo, the dirty Lopez, one of the hard, most hardcore, hard nosed dudes out there. You got Lori, uh Chris Dunn. Bobby Portis when he's healthy. Um, <clears throat> what's my man? Wendell Carter, our rookie. Uh, they did get Carmelo, but he was waived. Well, he will be waived. Um, and after that, it's pretty much nothing. I mean, Jabari Parker, I thought was going to be a pretty good pickup. Two years, forty million. But obviously, that's not working. So, it's really nothing. It's and what place did you say? Thirteenth in? in the East. I was, you know what, man? All those names you named, I'm surprised they didn't drop you out to the G League. I, I, I guess what? I, you know, I'm speechless. But guess what? I, I, I have no problem with that because Jabari Parker's, you know, Chicago kid went to Simeon. He he was able to at Simeon he wore number twenty five. So you know, and only great players at Simeon wear twenty five and on the Benji. So him, Dirk Rose, they were in that same vein. That's what I thought we were getting. For forty million dollars, that's what I was praying that we was getting. No, we're not. I'm Robin Lopez the one bright spot because he brings it every night. Every night he does, absolutely. And him tutoring Wendell Carter. Now Wendell Carter's out right now on injury, so yeah. But you gotta think too, brother. Today's forty million dollars for today's NBA—that's nothing. Money. Yeah, that's chump change. This is like the the same thing Auto Porter got. That's nothing. That's why his contract is movable. It's nothing. Yeah. So, they, I I think they need some more. I think, I think with the Wizards, I think they had their opportunities with you know the ingredients just not putting together. I don't think y'all finished shopping yet. Y'all need it, it can't one person can't do it alone. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta and, get that one player that's that standout player. 
And I, I don't do. think Zach Levine's that standout player. Well, how long did it take Oladipo to break uh, out? When he finally got settled, you mean? Exactly. So Because remember, he was trading around I'm, a lot. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He was, don't forget, he was playing with Russ the other year. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it didn't it didn't show any signs of what he showed last year in the playoffs. Well, he showed flashes. I'll say that. <sighs> flashes. I think he always showed flashes he can play. Last year in the playoffs, is like the dog came yeah, out. Yeah, I'll agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So, but the kid, I'm saying he wasn't a dag on second, uh, the, the number two overall pick in a draft for no reason. I know, I know. You got to get when you put that on the pot and you put those seasons in the KG. You got to let it boil for like three or four hours. And you know, and this, three and three or four hours in NBA time is three or four years. <laughs> to Maybe let's say two or three years, if you got the right coaching to see some start seeing some results. Now, now I'm gonna throw this to you. In the twenty thirteen draft, who was the number one pick? I wish I had this is when the show <laughs> needs uh sound effects because I, I that would have been a perfect cricket joint. Pretty much. Anthony Bennett. What? Anthony Bennett was the number one pick in 2013, followed by Victor Oladipo, followed by Otto Porter at number three. Now, oh. the Wizards picked Otto Porter at number three. Who did they pass up on? They passed up on C.J. McCollum, Michael Carter-Williams, Stephen Adams, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak. <laughs> they passed up on him. Oh, my God. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Who else? Tim Hardaway Jr., Rudy Gobert. Uh, let's see. Let's get. Let's get down. Let's get down. Uh, cheese. They passed up on quite a few players that they could have picked with that number three spot. And this was 13? thirteen. So this was another um, Wizards GM draft. Yeah. Yes, sir. It was. And to think of who you you missed out on now, Alex Lynn went number five. Alex Lynn. The only reason why he went number five because he was he was seven feet tall. That was it. Because I watched him the two years at Merlin. He can't play. He couldn't move. He was stiff. I think they were hoping that somebody could they could work with. They him did. And and polishes his moves and. And he turned into a little double um, double guy. He did. Kentavious Caldwell Pope was in that draft. I, I'm just shaking my head at how many you can go. You can do this every yes. year with the Wizards. And my thing is too, I was pissed off. Nothing against Troy Brown Jr., but I'm like, um, you have Otto Porter, Ubre. Now you have a backlog at small mm-hmm. four. Now. I know I understand drafting a need versus a want or drafting the best player available, but I just think that it was just so much more out there that you could have you could have maybe went and got you you needed another shooter, pure shooter. You needed somebody down low. And um shout out to Thomas Bryant because the boy the boy can play. Yes, that's that's one bright spot with the Washington Wizards is Thomas Bryant, and I love it. I love it. So, kudos to him, man. Well, l- looking at uh, the draft that just passed, Troy Brown was picked fifteenth. Behind him, of course, you know how after seeing last year's uh, Final Four and championship game, Dante Divincenzo. That's who I thought the Wizards could take. Um, <laughs> they could have took Grayson Allen, Aaron Holiday, Moritz Wagner. Oh man, who else could they take after that? Uh, it was. Gary Trent. I don't have it. I don't. I don't have it in front of me. But he was a red flag. He's a center, and I want to say he went late in the first round. Ah, or beginning of the second round, I thought the Wizards should have pulled. I think he went to Boston. Who did Boston draft? 
Uh, Robert Williams? Robert Williams. He had a lot of red flags with him. And I thought, I mean, hey, this is the league of red flags. This is the NFL. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Redskins proved they're getting Ruben Brown. If you can play, we'll give you a chance. Yeah. So, and all that worked out very well. And, you know, on his behalf, charged with drop. But same thing I said when they signed him. This guy has 116 tackles in four seasons. It's not going to work. He cannot tackle. But that's another show yeah. right there. I know. And, and before we move on, I, it feel, it just feels like if we if we get them and they play for Alabama, it should work. <laughs> that's what it's starting to yes. feel like. If, if we just if we just if we get enough Alabama players, we should be good. That's the only college football team we know. But it, it's, because my anyway. whole entire D line is Alabama. I'm sorry. Let me let me take that back. From he's been playing 2017, 2018, two years. He has 84 tackles. 84 tackles. I know linebackers that get 100 tackles a season. <laughs> so I'm supposed to jump up and down and, and, and run around and celebrate with piss running down my leg because we signed Ruben Foster? Get out of here, man. Show me. That's all I'm saying. If he comes out and he starts forcing fumbles and He's making tackles, and he gets a couple sacks here and there. Now, I'm not expecting him to get 15, 20 sacks a season, but he starts doing the thing, and he gets 100 tackles in a year. I'm good with that. Most people, well, why you want a linebacker to get 100 tackles? Because your linebackers make your tackles, dumbass. I don't want a safety with 100 tackles. That means we're getting gouged. Hey, that means you're going to be in the bottom half of run defense. That's what that means, unless you just got uh, um, Brian Dawkins-type Tro Palomalu, yeah. those are very rare. That, that, that's sniffing around now, the line. Before we move on, let me, before we move on, let me explain something to you here, ladies and gentlemen. We at the sideline junkets, we do not sugarcoat. Okay? KG is a hardcore Redskins fan. I'm a hardcore Bills fan, Wizards fan, and if I have to have a secondary NFL team, it is the Washington Redskins. I live in this area. I can't turn on the radio, the, the news, without seeing them. So it's it, almost as an NFL fan, I'm following the team. I, I I do cheer for this team. We do not get excited for signings for people that haven't proven themselves. We don't get excited for, uh, oh, next year. Oh, we, we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get it fixed. No, we go by patterns, and the pattern for the last five years is mediocre. So until somebody shows me in Buffalo, until somebody shows me here in D.C., whether it's the Redskins, the Wizards, starting to feel like Scott Hall. (laughs) (laughs) The Bills, whoever it is, like, I, I don't care about oh we signed the Bills. The whole Bills Mafia fan base was excited. I think his name is Duke Williams. Out of the CFL got signed. Mm-hmm. He has a clip he has a clip that's going around where he ran over a, a DB in the CFL. But ladies and gentlemen, that will not happen in the NFL. Okay. This kid, I, I hope I wish him well. I don't see him getting past getting to the 53 man. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I, I'm, I'm just not that. I, I'm sorry. I'm just not that fan where I'm going to be, oh, we got a roof for him no matter what. No. Uh-uh. We haven't been to a Super Bowl since 92? No, January 94. 94 January 94, the 93 season. The last time we made the playoffs before last season was 2000. Okay? The Redskins. Gibbs came back. You would have thought that would have stabilized the team. Which is what it's supposed to do. It's what it's supposed to have done. 
show shown how to run a team because like I, I I'll, I'll always say this and 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 I think a lot of people agree the whole Sean Taylor situation as tragic as that was the right man was in place to handle that the only man that could have handled that situation was Joe Gibbs that that that's that's that he that if there was any other that the the team would have been probably been uh bankrupt because that was a really bad situation so but coming from two people that had seen their teams at the top and then you just sit back and watch the mountain just erode that's where we're coming from that's why when, when, when we get on here and talk, I, I'm not holding no punches back. If the guy, if we ever get listened to, we ever get picked up and, you know, it's nothing personal. Bradley Bill, Otto Porter, I just expect more. I expect way more. Okay? It, it, the, the Redskins, it's nothing personal. Just expect more. Shit, I... I Listen to Doc and B. Mitch on 980. They expect more. Listen to any real Redskins person. I'm not talking about the Fred Smoots of the world, you know, kissing ass all the way to the bank. I'm not talking about that. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. We're not going to kiss ass for a job, listens, radio stations. We're not doing that. You come to listen to Sideline Junkies, you're listening to real, um, authentic sports fans that's going to give you their opinion, whether you like it or not. If you if you don't like it, create you an anchor account and send us a message. Send us an email. Tweet us. Facebook us. Facebook probably won't be up for too much longer. But you get the picture. Instagram. Debate us. You know, like what we're saying, talk to us. That's why it's called the Sideline Junkies. It's our show. Did I no. miss something? <laughs> I mean, because I'm, I'm looking at the phone and it says Sideline Junkies. Well, hot damn. This is our radio show. Hey, that, that, that's it right there. So, if you come in here for, oh man, the Redskins are going to be, you just got to be optimistic. No, bullshit. The Wizards, bullshit. Well, you're looking at a, you're looking at a Wizards team that I I I hope make misses the playoffs because I know what this upper upper management is trying to do. I hope they miss the playoffs. You're looking at a Redskins team that through Kendall Fuller, a really good corner, a uh, potential to be really really good corner for a aging Alex Smith and picks only to have Alex Smith have a devastating injury and probably will not, not probably, will not be available for 2019. So you have no quarterback right now. You cannot rely on Colt McCoy because he's made a glass. The Wizards. John Wall, super max contract. Breaking down. Not the same John Wall of a couple years ago. We've seen it. Whether it's the injury, whether it's heart, I don't know. I hope it's not heart. Because that's all we had with the Wizards is Wall and his heart. That's what the team was. That's what the team was made of. And now you have Bradley Bill. Here go the keys to the Ferrari, kid. I'm expecting him to burn the engine up. The damn thing barely warm. He barely used a quarter tank of gas. So, KG... I guess we can end it on Mr. Williamson out of Duke. We had a lot of talks and a lot of debates about this because yeah. I know you didn't like them. But I want you, after after what's been, what's been seen, I want you to give your take on Zion Williamson. Now, let's, let me clarify that. Now, I, as a player, all the clips that I've seen on Instagram and social media all across of him at high school running around dunking and all of that, 
no, I wasn't impressed. I'm like, let me see you shoot a jumper. Let me see you take that big frame and put a kid your size in the post and body him. Now, one thing I do love is post play. But watching him at Duke this season, he's averaging 22 and 9. The boy is a man child because I've seen him not only dunk on people, I've seen him rotate on help defense and come up with big-time blocks. And I'm not talking those blocks that go in the third row. I'm talking about he's blocking it. And if he's not getting a rebound, they're getting a rebound and starting to break it. He's getting his big behind out there and running the daggone floor. I mean, I get excited watching him now. I'm like, this is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a complete game from him. The dunks are great, but I don't. That, that, that's only one aspect of the game. I want to see what all you have. The boy is a man-child, 6'7", 285. I said once he got in the weight room, he toned up a little bit. It's going to start the show. I hope he doesn't come out after this year. Stay another year and get a little bit better. Just stay in the oven just a little bit longer. Because once you come out, you're going to take the NBA by storm. Brother, whether he comes out this year or next year, the NBA is his to play with. Okay? The boy is the real deal. We talked about it. I told you, give him some time. He went to the right place even though – I'm a Maryland Terrapin fan, so when you hear that, you know I hate Duke. You know I hate the Duke Blue Devils, everything they stand for, um, football, lacrosse, soccer, hockey, go-karting, golf. I hate Duke, okay? But the boy went to the right place where he's going to get the right type of tutelage, training, the right guidance, but all three of them. Um, Williamson, Barrett, I can't remember the other one's name. All of them coming out this year. All of them coming out this year. And 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 right now, you hear the rumblings, the teams are tanking for Zion. Because all of a sudden, the Cavaliers, Kevin Love is nowhere to be found. It, it seems like that's going to be the, the NBA's way of saying, we're sorry you lost LeBron again. Here goes Zion. Yeah. That's that's what it seems like. So I hope that's not it. But it seems like what it is. Cause aren't they sitting at the number one pick right now? Uh oh, oh shoot, hold on. I closed my window. I don't mean for you to uh, you run around because it's it's we burning the midnight oil now. It's after midnight. We about to wrap this thing yeah. up. We've been yapping for what? About 50 minutes Probably now. a little bit longer than that because, man, we had a little piece before then. Yeah, we did have the piece before then. Anchor and his, his trial. Now, if you want to go from bottom to top, they are sitting uh, number three. Cavaliers are number three in the lottery. Who's number one? <laughs> Who's number one? The Knicks. <laughs> surprise, surprise, oh. surprise. And who, who and did you he say what? he wanted to play for? That's that's crazy. That's crazy because I just laid out that scenario with the Knicks, and I didn't even know they were they, they were where they are. And that's another person that disappeared. The unicorn disappeared. He's hurt again. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> hurt in parentheses. I'm telling you, Philadelphia set a dangerous model for these NBA teams. If you get New York, if New York is Williamson, like I said, the mecca of basketball, it's over. And then they can lure KD or somebody else there. Well, that's where he wants to play. Well, we'll see. But that's also dangerous for any team that would, wouldn't be the Knicks number one and pick him because you had to figure after his rookie contract, he'd be gone. Well. But you know what? We, we'll have to look at that. We'll look at that another show exactly how the rookie contract works. I think they still have rights, and if he leaves, they have to be compensated. Yeah, his after, if he plays out his rookie contract and doesn't sign, he will be a restricted free agent, so they get some sort of compensation back, but they get right. a chance to re-sign him. So if he signs, let's say he gets an offer sheet from, uh, he plays four years with the Knicks, and he gets an offer sheet from Utah, the Knicks have a chance to match the offer sheet and if they match it, he can go back. But if he chooses to sign, you know, 
they gotta give up like a second round pick or something like that. <laughs> but but see that but but the thing is today's NBA is dangerous because let's just say let's just say who's number two? You yes, sir. Number two, who's number two? Would be the Phoenix Suns. Okay, let's say the Phoenix Suns drop the number one and pick him. You know he don't want to go mm-hmm. to Phoenix. Okay, Phoenix has to know this. this is, Phoenix has to know that. So he's going to play out it. What's, what's stopping him from saying, I don't care what your offer sheet is, who you match, I'm not playing. Nothing. Here. Phoenix just had to be compensated. But he could, before hey. the draft, he could pull a Steve Francis. I'm not playing there. Exactly. That's, a, that, that's what I'm saying, man. It's just a whole nother basket of things that could happen. So, but see, KG, hey, got- real quick, if I'm the if I'm the Phoenix Suns, and I know he's not. He tells me off break. I'm not going to play for you. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. This number one pick and your best player right now, at highest bidder. I'm going to take that because I know you're going to pick Zion. I'm going to trade that number one pick. Give me another pick or, or player, and I'm good to go. I don't care. I can use him as a bargaining chip. I don't care. You don't have to play for me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, KG, you've been doing such a hell of a job in the in the in the in the big chair. Take us out, baby. Well, you already know you can hear us right here on Anchor, uh, <laughs> Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Castbox, Breaker, um. Jeez, I ain't even got the whole list in front of me, but it's 12 different platforms. You got us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, Sideline Junkies. Uh, Facebook, Sideline Junkies, Colon Podcast. Don't know how long that's going to be there. Not getting much traffic. So, hey, save the page. And, of course, don't forget, SidelineJunkies.com. Yeah, that Facebook thing. We we probably make a decision by the end of this week. Because, like I said, it's we're not getting paid for this. So, it's all out of just love and the the one you know if we just eliminate some, something that can be you know take some time off our hands or give us some time back actually then that's what we have to do so hey man it's been a pleasure hey. BJ BJ Junior saying bye <laughs> uh my little nephew <laughs> yeah he he, he going <laughs> He going off right now. Not right now. His his time. He's trying to figure out why I got the phone in my hand. So, hey, man, with that being said, I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Um, definitely I'll be back more with some more podcasts, more NBA talk. And uh, we would definitely be busy next Thursday as the trade deadline comes. Look for a show uh, that afternoon of NBA trade talk and analysis. And, and we'll go from there. Hey. Y'all know what it is. See y'all next time. Junkies out. Peace. Hey, later. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas. SidelineJunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.